Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Hoops and Have a Visons podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Ruben. And uh, it's been it's been a week, Ruben. It has been a week. Just, you know, I, you know I'm, I'm glad that we're doing this because uh, at least we get the concept of weeks down still. Right? It's like, uh, I know every single week we record on Saturday and upload on Sunday. And at least that gives me an idea of what the hell is going on. Exactly. You know, even like right now, like I'm working, but it's just I'm basically on call all the time. So yeah, you know, well, and, I respond to parents' emails over the weekend and stuff like that. I'm like, eh, whatever. Like, I don't care anymore. Like, and I'll I was just... gonna say, if your school district is anything like ours right now, like the amount of curriculum that you guys are sending is minimal. Yes, and and. <laughs> It seems like it's been outsourced to like a third party at this point to where now it's just like the teachers are just uploading whatever has been told to them to upload and then they're just kind of like there if you need them. Yeah, I mean, I could see that with us, with me in particular, since I work in SPED, it's been, um, you know, I keep things at a minimum. I'm, I'm like literally we're required the way that um like the, the powers that be the way they say like hey like here's how you take grades mm-hmm. basically what they say it's very loose where it's like they say you need to take enough uh grades that are um what is it they take enough grades that are enough for that kid right mm-hmm. so in the way that my principal the my principal read that because it's for interpretation, really. Yeah. <laughs> my principal said that was okay. We're taking one grade a week, which is what we've been doing. So I've been doing very minimal, especially with okay. my kids. My kids are a little different. You know, they're some of them are a little more difficult to work with and stuff like that. And uh, it takes you know someone, uh, you know, pretty um, what do you call it? Just uh, someone who kind of gets them to kind of work with them. And uh, mm-hmm. so you know, I've been doing that and. I guess we just go again to the topics for today, uh, for this week. Um, yeah, sure. Why not? I know out of the two of us, I think out of all of us, actually, dude, I think I'm the only one who's watched the uh, the MJ doc. I feel like okay. you haven't. I know Grant hasn't. Uh, Tim has. Yeah, Tim has. But Tim, Tim definitely that. has because he's been on Slack talking about it in different forms oh, and fashions. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, pretty so, sure Bryce has. Yeah, I think Bryce has too. But I mean, like, you know, uh, Dawn and Squish, I don't think have. Yeah. But, it's, uh, uh, 
I started it. Like, I got into, like, the first half hour of the first episode. And it's definitely something that, like, you have to care a lot about Michael Jordan to care about this documentary. Uh, you know, like, care how? Like, care as... Not be, like, a huge MJ fan. Just, like, care about that era of basketball. Uh, yeah, I can see that. I mean, now, that doesn't mean that I don't personally care. It's just a matter yeah. of, like, for anybody that's interested in watching the documentary, like, it's definitely something that you can tell was created in the 90s and is just now being released. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, they do have, like, up, up, up for, uh, uh, updated interviews and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I've seen... Um, but I again, mean, that's really based on like the first half hour of, of the first episode. So like, it seemed to yeah. me like the updated the updated interviews were just like the same interviews, just making sure that MJ and Pippen looked the age that they are now and not look like they were interviewed when it first happened. It's interesting though, like watching kind of Michael go through his th- Michael Jordan go through his things and like mm-hmm. kind of remember like hey, like this happened and this happened and talking about. You know, being a rookie on a, I forget what the phrase they used, and it was on Twitter for a few days, but it was, you know, just like they were coked up, basically, you know, yeah. his uh, his 80s team, you know, when he was a rookie, so I was like, whatever. Um, I mean, it's interesting so far, and I know, like, there, there, there are leaks of the first eight episodes mm-hmm. that are out there. Uh, they're, they're definitely in post-production. I watched, uh, I watched a little bit of it, and... Um, I mean, it's cool. Like, it's cool to kind of see. And, like, the, I know the next episodes tomorrow are about, uh, or today, because it's Sunday, and this will be released. But it's about, you know, Rodman and stuff like that. And okay. Rodman to me is always a really interesting character just because he was on that. Like, I knew who he was, like, before I knew he was a basketball player. Yeah. You know, just because he was such, like, a, a weird fucking dude, you know? <laughs> it's, uh, I'm really curious to kind of see, like, how that goes. And I'm sure they're going to touch up a lot on his, um, upbringing which i think a lot of people at this point kind of know what his upbringing is but Mm -hmm. i think coming from like him from these interviews and kind of just like talking a little bit maybe more in detail about like how you know fucking crazy it was the way he came up into the into the nba and stuff like that yeah um but uh i mean it's gonna be cool like i'm really excited to kind of watch more of it i think i am gonna want to go back and like watch it in total like once it's all out mm-hmm. like without like getting on social media without like because right now like i've been kind of live tweeting it and just like like rick carl like was on the second episode okay last week <laughs> and uh real quick man like real quick uh you just see like michael just like make a move on him and just like totally fuck up rick right <laughs> rick's ankle yeah. basically and he's like, what the hell, you know? And you just see him kind of just like, you know, look at the ground and that's about it. And so like, I know Jalen Brunson said something about it. And like, I know like Tim McMahon asked, asked Rick about it and stuff like that. Um, it's uh, it's it's kind of funny though. Cause I'm just like, wow, like this dude who like has gone up against like, has gone up against Michael Jordan ended up like coaching, like one of the best players of all time. And then is now coaching like probably the future, one of the future best players of all time. Yeah, you know, like hopefully, hopefully, it's kind of cool seeing like it's kind of cool seeing Rick's like progression, like mm-hmm. as a per like as a player to a coach and all that stuff. Like, and I think he would be a cool one to have a documentary on too eventually, like after he's 
Rick Carlisle's like life and career is wild. Yeah, like everything, like him like playing in Europe and stuff like that. Malice then, in the Palace. Yeah, my, oh yeah, that's right. He was in Malice. Yeah, he yeah. Was, I forgot about that. Yeah. So I mean, he's and he's coached some badass teams, man. So obviously, you know, twenty eleven. Coming into Dallas in 2009 after, like, the entire debacle with, uh, what's-his-face, uh, Avery Johnson. Like, Avery Johnson just going scorched earth after he lost in 2007. Yeah, dude, I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, he, like, uh, Rick has been, I can't believe Rick has been, I, like, I remember, I remember, like, yesterday when Rick started, and now he's already, what, his, this was, what, his 12th, 13th year, 12th or 11th year? Yeah. So you know, it's cool to kind of see like what, like what he's been doing like mm-hmm. his entire life, basically. Yeah. So, uh, what else we talked? Oh, um, I did kind of want to give a shout out to the Mavs staff. You know, um, okay, they've been doing or the Mavs front office really for basically providing food for all the COVID. You know, um, healthcare yeah, for workers, like, and first responders, like and things like that, right? Yeah, they've been doing that like every day. It seems like you know, or like they they partner up with um, like different uh, different local chains or stuff like like Waterburger and some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I also want to give props to their social media team because I cannot imagine being in charge of a social media like a sports social media right now. Yeah, with like nothing going on. Like, I, I think it like I think about it and I'm like, dude, I don't know how like. I would do in that position where I had to be like, okay, like let's do this, let's do this, let's do this, because right now they're redoing the really, entire 2011 run right now, aren't they? Yeah, they are doing this. Yeah, which is well, they're doing all the wins, which I understand. Like I totally understand why they're doing all the wins, but I did want to see Brandon Roy like <laughs> just go fucking nuts on us, like because that game terrified me when I was first watching it. Oh but, man, yeah. I was like, oh no, here we go again. Like, Mavs collapsing yeah, was, in the playoffs all all over again. I know. I thought I was like, oh crap, like here we go. Like, it's going to be 2 2. Like, fuck. Like, yeah. You know, what are we going to do? And then we ended up pulling it out. So, like, they're only showing the wins, which, I mean, there were a lot of them, obviously, 16 of them. Yeah. Which is good. <laughs> but, uh. I mean, at least we know, get to see every game of the Lakers series. I know. That was going to be like. <laughs> yeah, no, that was going to be great. I cannot wait for that series to start, dude. Man, the fact that, like, everybody expected the Lakers to win, and then we four-game sweep them, like, out of everything. Yeah, oh, everyone man. had them. I think every, everyone had them winning. A lot of people had Portland winning their, that series, too. Yeah. Like... I remember – I can't remember who it was on Twitter. This was months and months ago. But um, they, like, showed in 2011, Woj picked every team against the Mavericks every round. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. That was, too. Yeah. That was a few months ago, too. I remember that, yeah. Oh, I was God. like, oh man, that was hilarious. Well, what would you get about breaking news? I really don't like his writing style, though. Or his podcast. Yeah. Oh, shit. Someone joined. Oh, hello, Timothy. Hola. We have already recorded. So we've already started recording. So. Oh, so, so I'm on live right now. Yeah, you're. Don't, you're... Say, don't say all the things I feel about certain things. Especially don't <laughs> talk. Don't say what I'm thinking about Grant right now. All right, I got you. Yeah, not about Grant, but, you know, if you want to give your thoughts on the Jordan documentary. Um, I am very interested in tomorrow night because Rodman, I think we've got a lot of Rodman lately. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You're back. 
Am I still here? Yeah. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Yes. Hello. Yep. Yes. Yep. Tim. Man, it's that California internet, man. I know, dude. (laughs) Well, actually, it's not California internet. It's specifically where Tim lives in California, Thousand Oaks. Thousand Oaks. Apparently one of the worst places on Earth. (laughs) According to our resident friend, uh, TJ, Thousand Oaks is the worst city in California, so... Right, I got, I got back just in time to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We were making fun of your internet connection and blamed it on Thousand Oaks specifically. Yeah, Spectrum fucking sucks right now, and also. Uh, Spectrum also sucks all the time. To be fair. Also, if she hears this, I still don't want to hear shit about Thousand Oaks from someone who grew up in Sacra fucking Mensa. Can I wish I have her back on? <laughs> we need to have both of you on at the same time. Like, yeah, like I'm not even, gonna, not even gonna say anything. It's gonna be in silence for like 15 minutes. Oh yeah. Like, congratu- <laughs> congratulations! You get to go to Rockland for fun. Oh my lord. Okay. Okay. Is there a city that sucks in California that both of you could agree on? You think? I pretty much all of Orange County. Okay. 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 <laughs> I mean, we were. I was like just talking about this with my roommate there were 40,000 people at Newport Beach the other day out in Orange County Holy oh shit. man that's not good what the yeah. fuck oh, so man. I mean you know how people have been like roasting Florida all week on Twitter mm-hmm. that's Orange County yeah, it's, it's the same shit out here well, or- wow. so everyone especially like my parents friends what the fuck are back you in Texas Texas I'm just putting ice. I'm putting ice in a blender. Um, okay. Don't start the blender in the middle of a podcast, please. I'm not gonna. It's a blender bottle, not an actual blender. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, like older conservatives, like my parents' friends and shit, give me give me hell about living in California because oh, you're a bunch of liberal hippies, yada yada. Mm-hmm. Both Ventura County, where I live, and especially Orange County. Pretty, pretty red. Like, yeah. So, like, you would be surprised. I think, I think we've all seen the picture this week of that, uh, that very angry woman standing protesting right under the Baskin Robbins sign. Yes. Yes. I love it, dude. That's going to be that. So, so you're excited for Dennis Rodman, is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. So, back to that. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, with Dennis Robin and the Kim Jong, the North Korea stuff, like, we know a Man. lot about Dennis Robin now. And... Especially because Kim, Kim Jong-un might be dead now, like... You know? Um, we already got a 30 for 30 about the guy, so, you know, a lot of people might be exhausted on the uh, Dennis Rodman content. I can't get enough of the guy. He's one of the more fascinating athletes to me, like, ever. So the fact that we're about to get an episode on him mm-hmm. really excites me. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm in the crowd that the first two episodes, I, I think Ruben even tweeted this too, that they both felt like they were about seven minutes long. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's, if it's the anticipation of just, we've been craving sports content so much, or if it's actually that good. It's almost like Tiger King. Would we actually watch this if we weren't all locked down and yeah. didn't have anything to do? But mm-hmm. 
I, I think it was actually really good. I think this is something that uh, something we've been waiting for for a long time. And as someone who is admittedly, I'm petty as hell. For Jordan to greenlight this during the 2016 finals when LeBron came back from down 3-1, just to say, okay, now's the time I'm going to go ahead and move forward with this project just to remind y'all. And I'm a, I'm a big LeBron over MJ guy. Mm-hmm. I'm now to the point where I say LeBron over MJ just as a person and as someone I would rather be teammates with. I don't think LeBron's a better player. Okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a fair assessment, I think, you know, overall. Like, just MJ was a fucking freak, you know? <laughs> like, had to win at everything, so. I mean, you, you saw it in the documentary. What did he say to Harper in practice? Oh, God, like, dude, yeah. It was like, what are you doing, or fuck off Harper, or whatever that yeah, kind of dude, was. Yeah, cussing the shit out of just berating the shit out of everybody, dude. <laughs> and that's, that's why I thought Phil was the perfect coach for that team, just because... Because he didn't Michael care? Jordan. Huh? Yeah, I was saying because he didn't care. I, to a point, he didn't care, but he wasn't going to be the disciplinarian. Yeah. It was almost like good cop, ba- it was almost like good cop, bad cop, you know? Yeah. Like Michael Jordan was going to be the hard ass on you, and Phil was going to be your player's coach. Okay, yeah. I think yeah. That's, probably, that's probably honestly why it worked with... Uh, with Kobe? For so long with Kobe, yeah. Probably, yeah. Because, I mean, Shaq, Shaq wasn't going to bust your ass in practice. Shaq was probably waiting around. to go hit in and out, you know? Exactly. <laughs> man, I was, I'm really excited for the, for these next two, I think, man. Like, it's going to be fun. I'll, uh, I feel like the people that haven't watched Tiger King right now, because, like, I, I watched the first few minutes, and I just haven't gotten into it, and we'll see if I actually get into it at some point, but... I haven't had any interest to watch it. Alright, let's see. Okay, guys, so besides watching the MJ Dog, what have we all been doing this week? Any recommendations for anybody or anything? Uh, recommendations. Okay, you, guys, you guys know what I've been doing? Recovering. Yes. yes. How are you recovering? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I drank for the first time last night. Little, okay. Little white claw. Okay. <laughs> nice. Trying. Good. Trying not. Trying not to go too hard. Uh. I thought yeah, everybody moved to truly. No, white claw's still the one. White okay. claw's still the one. Yeah. Well, white claw's on sale at Total Wine right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> totally fair. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Appreciate you guys. I uh, heard the shout out on the podcast last week. Much appreciated, but yeah, man, uh, I am no longer exhausted every single day. That That's that was great. the worst part. That was the worst part to me is like my getting out of the house these days is going on runs, mm-hmm. yeah, and like finding places. Like so, I'm my apartment's pretty much backed up to the Santa Monica Mountains, and. Uh, yeah, just going up in the hills and finding places to run is kind of what I do every day, and not being able to do that sucks. So I'm just really happy I get to do that again. Okay. Um, also, I, I finished Community. Okay, what'd right. you think? What'd you think? Yeah, what'd you think about that? Not only is it amazing, I almost have the uh, Troy and Abed Spanish rap memory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I, I will be doing that. At, I will be doing that at karaoke when this all ends. I'm curious. <laughs> does do you guys know? So does there. the Netflix? La Biblioteca. Oh my god. Okay. Does right. the does the does the community on Netflix include the episodes that were on fucking Yahoo? Dude, I've never seen it on Netflix, so I don't Okay. Know. I watched it all. Like I have a I brought a copy of the Blu-ray once for my friend. So. Did that include the episodes from Yahoo? It did, I think. I believe okay. yes. Okay, um, shows that I haven't watched recently, but I still like. Um, everybody, I think, is still obsessed with Bong Joon-ho um, from winning uh, Best Picture with uh, with Parasite. Okja yeah. is an is a movie that he made for Netflix, and it's on I've Netflix still. You should watch that. It's weird as fuck, <laughs> but, but also good. really good. Yeah, it's a, it's a good message. You know, like I get it. If you're looking for a um, Futurama-type comedy, check out Disenchantment on Netflix. Um, it's made by the same guys. It's made by Matt Groening, who made South... Uh, not South Park, but... Uh, <laughs> what is it called? The Simpsons, Simpsons and, uh, and, and Futurama. Um, so, like, that that type of comedy, but it's not, a, uh, it's not set in the yeah. future. And then, if you're looking for a cartoon to watch with your kid that also is, like watchable by an adult uh check out a show called hilda on netflix hilda okay. yeah interesting See, it's like it, it's about this girl that like um moves from the city to this like cabin um in this country area um and there's just like tons of monsters and and spirits and things like that it's pretty cool interesting uh, is your see. uh is your daughter into the Disney stuff? Like, have you seen Frozen's too as much as I have? Uh, we've watched it like twice. Tim, you have a kid? No, Tim just likes Frozen too. <laughs> I have a niece slash goddaughter, and I also have a <laughs> I also have a lady roommate that is very into Disney. So ah, got it. We, right. we we got we got Disney Plus the day it came out, and we really really mm-hmm. we put that to use probably more than Netflix. Wow. My my daughter is kind of weird and does not like rewatching things. Um, aren't you like that though? Yes. So, so, <laughs> <laughs> we've discussed this before. So we like, have, wait. we have. So like we we went and watched Frozen two the first time it came out. She's watched it, I think one more time when it came out on Disney Plus. Mm. And I've even been like, hey, do you want to watch Frozen two? She's like, mm, nah, I'm good. I want to watch something else. Cool. So, <laughs> let's see. What have I been doing? Uh, I mean, I haven't watched too much TV recently because I've been studying for this fucking exam next week. Oh, that's right. Next which Saturday, I, right? Which, bro, I had. I already had. Uh, so I got a email from Pearson, the people who like put on put on the um, uh-huh. the testing stuff, and they're like, "Hey, by the way, your test got canceled. Please reschedule." Oh my god! And so in my head, I was like, "Oh no! Like I'm fucked! Like I'm supposed to take this then because I'm already ready. Like I feel pretty prepared for it. There's a few things I have to study. Like whatever. Mm-hmm. so, I was like, "Oh crap!" And so I get panicked. I was like, oh, "I don't want to call my boss. Like I don't want to email her. Hey, like I gotta take it at a later date." Blah blah. Well, I checked online. There's only one place in all of Dallas that's doing testing stuff. Is all it... of Dallas. And so, which one is it? Uh oh. GT, 
like where I'm, is it? Oh, it's off of it's off of uh, thirty. Oh, and, like South Dallas. Yeah, kind of over there, and I was oh whatever like. So, because the place I had picked before was in Balt Springs, which was you know close, close to you, to yeah, yeah. So I was like, it's a bit easy, but so I looked online. They didn't have any testing stuff for nine o'clock, like I had wanted to do, because mm-hmm. I just wanted to get it done in the morning and fucking you know be done with it. Yeah. No, they had it at two, you know, two to seven. So I'm like, Oof. crap. Okay. I guess that's what I'm gonna do. So I'm taking the test next week at two p.m. So oh, I man. Will... I will not be on Twitter for like five hours. So, oh man, <laughs> uh, are we going to record after or before? Uh, we decide. I think we decide where we're going to record that stuff. That I think. Oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah, I, I'm doing it Saturday. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I couldn't remember because I think we had said Sunday when you thought that you were still doing it at nine, so I didn't know. Yeah, so we're still doing Saturday. Still doing Sunday. But, cool. Works for me. But yeah, so I've been studying for that. Uh, I started Shit's Creek. Okay. Um, great, 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 great show. That shit's Amazing. great, dude. That shit's so good. I was like, I just love like the way like these very rich people like react to like everyday things. I'm like, eat mm-hmm. the rich, but this is hilarious. So yeah, speaking of eat the rich, um, HBO has uh, hidden gems or no, not hidden gems. Uh, what's the crap? What is it called? I completely uh, blanked on it. Uncut gems. No, I'm uh, hold on. Let me pull up my HBO app and tell you what I'm thinking of. There's two of them. One is not as good as the other one. Um, let's I see. I still here. haven't seen on. I still haven't seen Uncut Gems. I'm waiting for it to come out on the streaming service. You would love it. I might bite down and like if it's available for like eight ninety nine to rent somewhere. Just mm-hmm. what else am I gonna do right now? Dude, you would love it. <laughs> kg's in it dude like oh my god yeah i haven't seen it either i i need to see it at some point this is how i win i love that fucking line <laughs> <laughs> because weren't people saying that like adam sandler should win like best actor for uncut Bro, Gems? he was really good in it like he was really good in it and i was like he just like he just plays a just super conniving like piece of shit mm-hmm. but i love it because i was like i hate you but for other reasons you know like this is amazing. Oh hey, the uh the stars are down two to nothing in nineteen ninety nine to the Edmonton Oilers right now on Fox Sports Southwest. Oh man. Oh. It, I was like <laughs> It's over. That's... It's over. Poor stars, man. We Dude in ninety in ninety nine a two nothing lead in hockey was like a death sentence. Would so be like a four back. nothing lead now. Yeah. I don't know how they come back from this, but it's gonna be a trip. That's the that's the thing I love about rewatching like so Fox Sports Southwest is doing the once every three days. I think they're doing the Rangers playoff runs, the Mavs 2011, and then the Stars 99, and they just mm-hmm. rotate it every third night. Nice. So, like, we, we all remember the highs and the great moments, but, like, kind of getting to go back and watch, like, the nuance and the detail of each individual game, it's pretty fun because you forget about some of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Why would they be redoing 2011 on the Rangers? Like, I don't want to know. I just... <laughs> Oh. I, know, I know for sure. I know for sure they're doing 2010. I don't know if they're doing 2011. Okay, uh, HBO show that I was thinking of, The Righteous Gemstones. Okay, I've heard that's good. I need to watch. It is Incredible. wild. It is so wild. Also, okay. McMillions oh. is trash. Nobody watch it. I watched it. It was fine. It's trash. It was fine. I... The, the the documentary style was kind of weird, but 
the righteous gemstones was extra hilarious to me because I did spend a lot of a lot of time in high school being a part of like a youth group to getting told that you know gay people are bad and all this stuff. Like, yeah. So this yeah. this was like this was like early to mid two thousands like very Christian evangelical church in I think Parker Texas for like Nazi Lucan or whatever the hell or no not yeah. Nazi Lucan uh. Carly Parker? Okay. Yeah. Who's the Olympian that lives in... Whatever. I don't know. You know like... who I'm talking about. But, uh... Yeah. Like, it was in that city. Very, very country. Right down the street from South Fork Ranch. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, just... Being a part of that environment, and then now, like, 15 years later, getting to watch The Righteous Gemstones, I'm like, <laughs> not only is this hilarious, it's kind of accurate yeah see i was thinking more of like this is like a perfect example of like televangelists and uh man just wild it, it is a wild I show i, I mean they're pretty much they're pretty much just roasting the shit out of joel osteen yeah they are so real quick we're gonna do an ad read maybe if we don't have an ad read welcome back so, uh, I guess we're uh, getting into questions now, Ruben? Yep. Every week, we got good questions, which is good. Um, yeah, I... You guys are really smart. I cheated and, and read a couple of them already. Good, because some, yeah, some of these require a little bit more uh, forethought, I think. Um, so, She's a Maverick, which is another podcast, which is actually really, really good. Um, she asks... What is your favorite dessert? Which I'm so glad you asked. Okay. Because, <laughs> because after this is all over, the first place that Amy wants to go to, mm-hmm. like to go out to eat, is Cheesecake Factory. Okay. <laughs> because, well, like, you know, it's cheap, pretty cheap, like affordable, blah, blah, blah. But also because our favorite dessert is cheesecake. Okay. <laughs> it's our... It's our favorite dessert so much that our wedding cake is going to be a cheesecake. So, yeah. So the cheesecake is like our thing. So, and I love it. So that's my favorite dessert. What kind of cheesecake? Just like plain old, plain Jane cheesecake um, or? So I like plain as long as I can add stuff onto it. So like, I like to be, I like to add like, um, like strawberry and strawberry stuff like that to it and stuff like okay. that. So I also like, uh, there's some that are like chocolate infused some that peanut butter in them. I like those too, so. Okay. Tim, what about you? He kind of hit the nail on the head there. There's the uh, cheesecake's so great, but if you can give me like a kind of Reese's infused ice cream, I think mm-hmm. that'd be my go-to. I got okay. a huge sweet tooth. Like, there's a Seven Eleven pretty much connected to my apartment parking lot, and I will be Ooh. there four to five times a week just buying sweet tarts, gummy worms. Like, I try to eat pretty well, diet, whatever. Yeah. Like, that's my one vice. I've told people this, like, I'll cut out drinking, I'll cut out carbs, do whatever. Like, candy's not going anywhere. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so. It's, it's, I, I kind of got the Marshawn Lynch syndrome. Like, give me my fucking skills. Got it. Yes. I'm going to cheat, and I'm going to pick two. I'm going to pick an easy one and a hard one. Okay. Easy one, cherries, pecans, and cream ice cream from Brahms. Oh, that's a good one. On a waffle cone, single single scoop. Single scoop, okay. Um, if if I 
if I'm like out at a restaurant or if I'm cooking for myself, peach cobbler. Oh, that's a good one too, man. Look at awesome. Oh, that's so good. Do you do, do you do it with the scoop of ice cream? Um, I would say eight times out of ten, yes. That's awesome. That's all. That's a good. That's a good choice, man. All right, let's see. All right, our good it's a friend. Very, oh, it's a very. I was just gonna say that's a very southern thing, which kind of reminds me that, just so you guys know, the Atlanta Falcons drafted someone last night whose last name is Hennessy. <laughs> no shit, that's awesome. What so, if you're, it should if have you're been the Mavericks, next, right? If you're wondering what my next football jersey is going to be, it's going to be a, a Hennessy jersey, Falcons throwback, ACL Hennessy. That's awesome, man. I. <laughs> I could definitely see Andre 3000 wearing that in like a oh, mid-90s. Uh, oh, yeah. Video. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, is, yeah. Is Michael Vick's number retired in Atlanta? I know he's in like their ring of honor or whatever you want to call okay. it. I don't know if it's retired. Well, hopefully Hennessy wears Michael Vick's number. That way, like, you can be wearing Michael Vick's number on a mid-90s jersey that says Hennessy on it. <laughs> That'd be so great. <laughs> All right, let's see. James, our good friend James asks... If you could pick a fake name, what would it be? Oh, man. I don't know, dude. <laughs> like, I'm thinking about this question. Um, I would, like, want to take, like, one of our friends' names, honestly. <laughs> like, okay. Like, like, if I just took Don's name. Like, Don? Okay. I like Don, like, as a name. I think it's cool. Even though, like, the, the long form of it is... Donald? You know. Yeah. But I think Don by itself is cool. Yeah. So. What about you? Um, well, Tim, do you have one? Hmm. You go first. I'm faking here. Okay. So, I took fake name a little bit differently. Like, I thought about it, like, what if people in real life kind of called you by, like, an online screen name that you use? Oh, okay. That's fine. Interpret it the way you want. So, uh, my my online screen name on things like Discord is always Professor Sass. So if I could just like go around being called by real people, Professor Sass, even though I don't have a PhD, it would be just immaculate. All right, Tim, you're up now. Hope you got done thinking. I, this isn't necessarily like a fake name or whatever, but like I was really into Johnny Bravo and like. Okay. Middle middle school, so if I could just walk around and people call me Johnny Bravo. Hey, that is a fake name. name. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a fake name. We can go by that. Uh, kind of fake name, uh, nickname, interchangeable here. Yeah, it's for yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, Jonas asks, what has been your top starting five this season? Uh, I think we can workshop this together, actually. Okay. Uh, Luca at the, th at the one. Yeah, Luca. KP at the five. Yeah, KP at the KP. five for sure. Yeah. I'm thinking we put Maxi at the four. Yeah. Then, that, yeah. then we put Tim at the two. Yeah, Tim at the two. Seth. Well, do you do Seth at the two and then run like Ooh. Tim and Tim and Dorian Finney at the two and like as your wings? No, two, but the three and four. Uh, I don't like that because the team has done better with Tim starting and Seth off the bench. So I would put 
Tim at the so we're talking Luca one, Tim two, Dorian Finney Smith at the three, Maxi at the four, yeah. and uh, KP at the five. I think that's our our best starting five. I agree with that. That's pretty good. Yeah, I don't see. Yeah, out of all the other, like, I'm trying to think of like any like. Um, I mean, since I mean, since Grant's not here, I'll say it. I still love Dwight Powell at the four. <laughs> I was about to say the. <laughs> If I'm trying to not be facetious troll at the moment, the issue is not that Dwight Powell's necessarily a bad player. It's that KP plays best at the five. We, we've we learned that now. Dwight Powell cannot play the four. So his fit on the team is now backup at best. That's true. I, he's just such a good rim roller. Like, yeah. This year he that hasn't is... been, though. Like This year he's been slightly he above though. average, yeah. <laughs> Because buddy JJ's not out there to, <laughs> to I mean, get him that, paid. That number one of all time offense offensive efficiency rating, he had a lot to do with it. Yeah, like, I'm not I'm not trying to say he's like an all star or anything, but mm-hmm. he he just gets shit on so much, and it's just like there is some value here. Like there are quit two... talking, quit talking about him like he's worthless. And I'm not saying yeah. either of you do that, but it's just like, you know. There we are two reasons that favorite, he shit on. We go on our favorite website every day, and I get it. He doesn't rebound. He doesn't defend, yeah. but... There is you know, always going to be a Mavs player that... Get, or there's always going to be a player on your favorite team that gets shit on. And Dwight Powell is the only player on the team at the moment that's contract looks egregious. At the moment. Yeah. I'm just trying to think around the Metroplex right now. That's Tyler Sagan. That's Elvis Andrews. That's... Yep, you're right. Everyone gets yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Roof Neto door now. He yeah, God damn. deserves it. God, I'm so pissed. Anyway. <laughs> um, okay. Um, Ian asks... I think Joey Bautista's the last time that guy got a hit. Oh, man. Oh, fucking bitch. Anyway. <laughs> Ian asks, if the season does not return, was this one considered a success yes yes yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah i think that's pretty that's a pretty easy answer for all of us i mean we, the um, only reason the only reason i wouldn't consider it a success is because they finished at 40 and 27 and their over under for wins was 40.5 i need my money <laughs> so, yeah uh, i am i am not able to cash in that bet i know i'm fucking pissed anyway uh let's see um ricky asks if you can pick one team to eliminate for the Mavs division, who would you replace the Houston Rockets with? Uh, Seattle Supersonics. <laughs> yes, that's it. Easy. Yes. Just make, make that make that into like the fucking um, what is it the the AL West or the NFC East, where just like there's one team that's just super far from everyone else. Mm-hmm. That's a and, good one. And conditional to removing the Rockets and adding the Seattle Supersonics is that. The Supersonics also get to take all of the Oklahoma City Thunder's, um, like, ri- uh, yeah, <laughs> all of their accolades and team history. And, and the just... other good part is Houston kind of fucking sucks as a city, and we get to add Seattle, which is maybe the best city in the country. So yeah, yeah. So okay, cool. We'll just re- <laughs> so we're removing the Rockets, and putting the Sonics there. I love it. Um, this has been your weekly segment where Tim talks shit about Houston. Yeah, I mean that's e- that's everybody in Texas. Like to be fair, yeah. that's why I'm glad you're feeling better, Tim. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Tyler asks favorite Mavs draft prospect from twenty from 2008 to 2016. 
Um, I feel like we've done. It's gotta this be before. Roddy, right? Yeah, it's gotta be Roddy. Like it's gotta be. I can't think of anyone else in that time frame that I would like would want more than Roddy B. I mean, Roddy B was uh, also like the first prospect that like really Mavs Twitter all got behind. Yeah, or like whatever the Mavs internet. Yeah. That time was. Yeah. I mean, hashtag free Roddy B was definitely a thing at the time. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Roddy, I, Roddy's a good one. I was also. You could not do anything to unconvince me. I thought Dominique Jones was going to be an all star. Okay. Okay, that's a good. That's a really, those are two really good answers, actually. Yeah, and no, this, is, this was before. This was before oh eight. I thought the same thing about Maurice Hager. Like I watched that dude play a lot in Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Just like he was gonna, he was gonna be like the ideal too to slide between Josh Howard, uh, yeah. Terry Jerk. Like yeah. in that in that two thousand seven Warriors series, I was like, just put the rookie into the game. This will change the whole series. <laughs> it wouldn't have. At all. No. Like, yeah. Yeah, I think those are really good answers, man. I think, like, besides those guys, I can't think of anything else. Like, I think at one point I was, like, trying to, I was trying to, um, convince myself Shane Larkin could be good because his dad oh, was yeah. Barry Larkin. You know, like, I was like, well, Barry Larkin's really fucking good. Maybe, like, his son will be good at his sport. You know, so. And I mean, he is, just not NBA level. Yeah. So. I feel, yeah. I feel so bad for Shane Larkin because just. He's gonna be forever linked to yeah. the other guy. Yeah, as forever. As, as, yeah. as far as he, yeah, history he's, or he's always gonna be linked to the dumbest decision the Mavericks have ever made. God damn you, Mark Cuban. Well, well, on, was, on the basketball side move, of things. Right? Yeah, that was a Cuban huh? move. That was a Cuban move. I couldn't yeah. Donnie wanted to take Giannis. Donnie, yeah, wanted, Donnie. Yeah. Donnie, Donnie wanted to take Giannis, and Cuban was convinced that we were going to get. Uh, Fucking what's Dwight, his name? Right? Yeah, Dwight, Dwight Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. I almost said Dwight Powell. I was like, wait, no, that's not right. Yeah, he was convinced <laughs> that we were going to get Dwight Howard, and he wanted the cap space the to ensure that we got Dwight that, Howard. That was the same summer we were going to get Darren Williams too, right? Yep. Dwight and yeah, no, no, Dwight no. and Darren. Was no, it? Wasn't? No, we were going to get Darren Williams the next season. Oh, no, I don't know. Oh. It it that he, that time in Mavericks history was terrible. Was he coming off his Utah deal at that point, or was he in Brooklyn already? He went to Brooklyn instead of us, right? Yeah, he went to Brooklyn instead of yeah. us. Yeah. And then the minute he played his first season in Brooklyn, we were like, oh, shit, we dodged a bullet. Yeah, and then he came anyway. But <laughs> let's, let's see. Um, okay. Um, Ramiro asks, what colorway do you want to see on the Air Luca ones? Um, For me, like, as for me, it's. I think it'd be a little corny if it was like Mavs colors. Actually, um, I would prefer him to have like Slovenia black colors. Okay, I think that I think that'd be super cool. Actually, so man, give me like really nice basic colorway, like black and white, like of some kind. Okay, black and white with like maybe a little bit of a gradient, and then maybe a color on the tongue, and that's it. Okay, I agree that. As much as I love the Mavs throwbacks, mm-hmm. like because the Mavs Twitter and Instagram, they've been posting all these shoes lately with the Jordan and stuff. The green and blue not really appealing to me on shoes. Yeah. So I agree that like do the Slovenia colors, do the basic stuff. I also, dude, I'm in love with the uh, Giannis freak ones I just got that are like mismatching colors and just all over the place. Okay. And with 
with Luca being like the age he is, I could see it being like a very like pastel kind of neon something like that. You know? Okay. Yeah. Let's yeah. see. Um, and I would dig it. I will buy them on day one. Oh, did you, did you guys? Did you guys see? Uh, I think it's sneakers or whatever at SNKRS or whatever. They released the. Uh, Jordan fives or whatever they were during the last dance, and they sold out in yeah. like twenty Dude. minutes. Oh man, I believe Bro. it. Dude, they sold out in my size in like a minute because I was on that bitch trying to grab those, and uh, yeah, they were gone. So I mean, I caught something else off that. But um, let's see. Uh, Jeff uh, Jeff says, um, well, he says get some news on a Dirk statue. I don't have any news on a Dirk statue. New news <laughs> on the Dirk statue. It will happen. Yeah, what happened? Um, let's see. Uh, field thoughts on a new logo. Um, so, my thoughts on a new logo is should just go back <laughs> to uh, to the old hat. Um, you know, I've always loved that logo. Even like, yeah. even like growing up, even after like the Mark Cuban bought the team stuff like that. Like, I always liked like the green mm-hmm. and blue and just like what's um, you oh, know. And the thing is, like, I'm not. I'm not really well versed in having, you know, thoughts on logos and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. That'd more be like Skyler, Skyler in Dallas, like or Skyler, you know, he's fucking amazing with that stuff. Um, yeah. Some other guys like Tyler Upchurch and uh, Denver, my friend Denver, like they're all much better at that, like making concepts of that. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, I would just go back to the old old school logo. <laughs> so. Yeah, I I get where you're coming from. Um the the weird thing about logos in general this isn't just mavericks um is that the way to make a logo a lasting one is to make it fairly abstract like um like look at the cowboys for instance their logo is literally just a star um in their colorway and it has never once looked old it's never once looked like super super modern um the new stars logo is looks pretty similar to the old logo, just in a new colorway with a couple of design changes. Um, Rangers, just a big old T. Uh, you know, all three of those are pretty simple. You could call them kind of abstract. I would love to see something kind of in the middle between that and the Mavericks old logo. So if you could do like a like a D for Dallas or an M for the Mavericks, and then like do a hat tipped over like i think that would work just make sure it's in a more modern color way okay yeah my thing with the current mavs logo like i don't necessarily think it's bad it's just very either it's just it's just so like it's very mid-2000s yeah and it's just so like it's almost just generic yeah like if you were to pick if you were to pick a basic logo on like nba 2k 2001 like that'd be one of the ones you scroll through and just settle on it because it doesn't look bad (laughs) i see what you're saying yeah Um, yeah like i stars have rebranded um the rangers they do they rock the basic the t logo they've always had but i mean even this season they were going to go back to like the powder blue which i love mm-hmm. dude I, I want that jersey um, so yeah bad. that i was talking about logo specifically not jersey stuff that that's why okay. yeah so i was gonna say like the easiest way it seems these days to rebrand yourself i mean the chargers just did it out here in la like mm-hmm. and look at theirs embrace, it's a lightning bolt embrace 
yeah, but like embrace your history because a lot of your history kind of mm-hmm. looks good now. Yeah. Stuff you did in the 80s kind of holds up in a lot of cases. Yeah. Because the 80s stuff was fairly basic, which means it yeah. it's fairly timeless. Um, yeah. Yeah, the, the M with the green basketball and the cowboy hat, like, I think that's such a great logo. I yeah. don't know if we could do it. I don't know if they could do it all 82 games of the season, put it at center court as the big logo, but, you know. I would I'd say love the, I'd love it over the city edition that they have now. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. I would say go somewhere in between the '80s and '90s uh, logo. Yeah, and yeah. look at the uh, Portland logo now. Like, kind of find a balance between those two things, if that makes sense. Okay, like, yeah, I see that. Because the current logo is just like two mid two thousands, like it, it's just old. It looks old. It looks yeah. outdated. Oh, like super outdated. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Benji asks, <laughs> "Would you rather have dropped Jax instead of Brokoff?" Jaron Jackson gets minutes. Care. Ryan Brokoff doesn't. I mean, like, I we were Ryan Brokoff lovers. Obviously, we had him at the beginning of our podcast for the longest yeah. time. And I have a story about that, actually. Sorry about Ryan a little bit. but Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would have rather not have dropped either. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I would rather have kept both because, I mean, as much like as a success, as much as I want MKG to, you know, to uh, really do his thing, like, mm-hmm. he just hasn't been too much of a good fit for us yet. Yeah, he's had a few, he's had a, quite a few uh, good, um, you know, good. He's had a few good, like defensive plays and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, I just I don't like it. Like I didn't like I liked it at the beginning because I was okay. Like I had to like people, Grant, who you know kind of sold me on the idea. But after I've seen it for a little while, and I mean, basically, like he was only here, he was only gonna be here till the end of the end of the end of the season anyway. You know, because I think he's only signed throughout the for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. So you know, and then he's gone next year. So. Um, I would rather I'm not do anything, but yeah, it's just like if we have to pick between like cutting Jackson and and Brokoff, I understand why we cut Brokoff as much as I hate it. Yeah, yeah. Because even if we had cut Justin Jackson instead of Ryan Brokoff, Ryan Brokoff would have still been sitting on the bench doing nothing. Yeah. So what wait, you, you get you guys are telling me that there was a season recently? Yes. Yeah, I know, right? Like, I can't believe it. It's been like three years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, just... Just because he was a fan favorite, I guess you gotta say broke. I mean, like, as far as winning and losing, when you get to that part of the bench, the difference as far as it makes on winning and losing is so negligible. You just gotta make the right financial decision, and Justin Jackson was gonna be more expensive to cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. wish I wish we could have sent broke off to like Frisco, kept him in the Metroplex, but he wasn't on yeah. a two way contract. That's not how it works. Yeah. I think I'm trying to like find a comp for broke off on a successful team. Like if he really worked for the next few years, could he have been like what Peja was in two thousand eleven? Yeah, I don't know. 
the thing is, throw, is that we throw them out there against non-athletic lineups and just let them drill threes. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think. The issue with like finding a Brokov comp on another team is that you have to already know that team's roster very, very well to know an end-of-bench guy that you personally feel like should be getting more minutes, even if they haven't shown a ton of success in the few minutes that they're given. That's, yeah. That's really fair, yeah. Okay, let's see. Um, oh, so, well, I don't know if I can tell it this week or should we wait till next week. We're already kind of going pretty long. I'll wait till next week. I'll talk to Are you sure? So my, uh, yeah, I'll talk about my Ryan Brokaw story next week. Oh, okay, okay. Should I should I do the should I do the hypothetical that I told you about last night that my neighbor threw me? Uh, you know what? Let's, we have two more questions that we can see. Kind of where we're at on time. Cool. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, Jacob asks, which 2020 free agent do y'all think is the best fit for the Mavericks? And who is most likely to come to become a Maverick this summer, or the fall, whatever you know? We have free agency. Uh, um, I, dude, I, I want Goron. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I want Dragic. Like, that's the, that's the guy that I think is a realistic, you know, a uh, realistic get for us um, this season. I don't see us making too much crazy, uh, you know, too much noise in the free agency period. Yeah. Kind of like we did last year, you know, just like kind of made our moves and just like kept it at that. I think adding Goron that would be great for Luca and just great for um, kind of just having another veteran presence, you know, on the on the team. Yeah. You know, so this so. was um, this was free agents. First one was has the best fit on the team. Yeah, and then who who's most likely okay. best fit yeah. on the team is absolutely Anthony Davis. <laughs> like I am anywhere. Like just best, being he's honest. The best fit on any team. Yeah. Yeah. He he's but he would be the best fit on the Mavericks out of all the all the free agents. Um man, we don't have a ton of cap space and it's a we and it's a pretty terrible free agency period in general. Um like the I'm trying to think of a free agent that we might pick up like because this is JJ's last year on his contract um, on our team. Obviously, it's uh, it's time for Tim Hardaway Jr.'s player option, which we assume he'll pick up. Um, is Andre Drummond a free agent? I'm looking up the list of stuff yeah. that we can sign right now. I don't think he is. I think he has one what more you... year on his contract. Ev- a player option, I think. Evan Turner, I mean, Evan Turner is an unrestricted free agent. What do you guys feel about Evan Turner coming to Dallas? I really like the guy. I don't know if I like the player as much as I like the guy. Fair enough. I'm just I'm Fair thinking enough. about wing depth mostly. Like, I'm looking at wings that I think we could realistically get. We don't want Ibaka. Don't want Gallinari. I would try to sign a vet to a one year deal and get him off the cap because I want yeah Bradley Beal Bradley Beal in the summer of twenty one. That's fair. I mean, you got Derek that's Favors that's coming off of his contract. You could sign him to a one year deal probably. Could you get Iguodala on a one and done? Maybe. Maybe yeah, I think he might would want to do that. Uh, let's see here. I'm I'm just trying to see who else. Oh, Marcus Morris is a free agent. Do we want that asshole on our team? Mm, no. <laughs> He's one of those 
hate him if you play against him, but yeah. he's one of your own. Like, oh, absolutely. Stand for the guy. Oh, you know what? Guess who's an unrestricted free agent at the end of this year? Former <laughs> Maverick great Jay Crowder. Yeah. Okay. I would. I would, right I would love him to come back, dude. I'd be cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. You can connect that. You can connect that back to the earlier question about Mavs draft prospects. I love that dude coming out of Marquette. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So so let's go Jay Crowder then. All right. Cool. Let's just, just all just that's what we're doing. <laughs> let's just all agree on Jay Crowder. Okay. Let's see. And uh, Mario asked last question. I think it's mostly for me. <laughs> um, who is your favorite follower, and why is it me? <laughs> that's fucking bold but yes i love all my followers equally so <laughs> there's definitely a question that you missed is there yeah let me i can't remember who asked it but somebody asked um who has the better contract at the moment um or who, oh, who's more valuable to the team right now oh, okay that was i was also benji so benji okay. asked and normally when that happens i usually stick to one oh okay okay i was just more excited can't... for that one but we can't go over that one. Uh, yeah. That one, uh, who's more valuable to the Mavs, Dorian or Maxi? Uh, I mean, their contracts are really similar, right? So yeah, it's more well, about just like fit and stuff like. That. Who are Maxi? Dorian Finney-Smith. Dorian. Ooh, yeah. I so thought he said no, not Dwight. To be easy. No, Dorian um, Maxi. That's a hard one. Bro. Here's my thought, and then you guys can go if you want. If we're talking specifically contract value, Maxi's contract is slightly more favorable than Dorian's not a big difference they're both value contracts um but if we're talking about replaceability i think maxi's player type is easier to replace than dorian finney smith wings are hard to come by in general maxi is still not technically a wing he's more of a big we can find Mm -hmm. a rim protecting big um finding a three and d wing at that level of contract is basically impossible so give me dorian finney smith i agree that's what i was gonna go with so I was I was almost about to say Maxi for the exact same reasoning you had, but but different the exact same reasoning, but kind of the opposite. Um, he can I think he can do the wings a lot of the wing stuff that Dorian does, but at big size. Fair like, enough. I think I can plug him in at the three four, and if you really want to go small ball and get reckless five, like yeah, Maxi Maxi would absolutely be a five in a Donnie Nelson or a Don Nelson small ball lineup. Yeah, and, and Dorian Finney-Smith can also guard once, so it, it kind of goes both yeah, ways opposite I, of each other. The answer here is you really love to have both. Yeah, the answer is it's like... Out, and we get to. So. Outside of max contracts, those are the two most valuable contracts on the team right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, max and max contracts and rookies. I forget Lucas still yeah. on a rookie deal, but... I mean, man, like, we uh, we struck gold with both of those guys, right? So. You know, I'm glad, I'm glad we don't have to choose yet. So, oh, man. You know, we got some time before we really have to look at that. Thank God. All but, right, Tim, what was your what was your hypothetical? Oh, yes. Yeah, here you go. Okay, so my, uh, my neighbor across, so like not next door, but across the patio, like across the sidewalk or whatever, he's like a kind of elderly citizen really big lakers nba fan and we were kind of bullshitting from across the patio the other day okay he goes so we this is right after the first couple episodes of the last dance here and they had the little 
snippet about how Michael Jordan got drafted third, the Mavs were the next pick. Mm-hmm. And I, so I don't think the Mavs would have taken MJ because they already had Aguirre. Like they were pretty set at guard, even though that sounds ridiculous, knowing what we know about MJ now. But he he asked me because he knows I love Dirk. Would you rather be like a ten year old and have like six titles in the bank? Like basically, would you rather have the trajectory that the Bulls did and not have won anything since '98? But by then, you've won six titles. Or would you rather do it the way we did, where we got to grow up with Dirk, get the one title, and, you know, kind of meant more to us because we were adults when that yeah. happened. Yeah. I, I went with the Dirk answer. Like, it's insane to trade six titles for one title, but it just meant more to me. Because so, I was. Selfishly, I picked Dirk, but it's not just about the titles. It's about the the legacy that Dirk left on the Mavericks franchise and the city of Dallas, and yeah, just, and while MJ just, is either the best or second best player of all time, depending on who you ask, uh, the legacy that Dirk left in the city of Dallas, I believe, is greater than the legacy that MJ left in the city of Chicago. Oh, that's yeah, that's. That's no contest right there. <laughs> Especially when you realize how much yeah. of a dick Michael was. But, yeah. Um, you know, uh, for me, so I... To expand on your answers, because I basically have the exact same answers you guys do have, except the the additional part is that in the Metroplex, like, you know, people... I guess, like, we became, like, you know, the Cowboys became a powerhouse, right? Like, mm-hmm. just fucking went off in the 90s, right? Which is, like, great, you know? But... We haven't done anything since then, or the Cowboys haven't done anything since then. They haven't even been and relevant, so, like exactly, you know. Which is kind of when you know, with a few playoff, you know, playoff spots here and there, blah blah blah. Kind of like the, the Bulls have, you know, mm-hmm. recently. Um, and so, like, I just wouldn't want, you know, to have to deal with that with two different sports, whereas like we were really fucking good for like that that short per- that short portion of my life. Mm-hmm. And then just be like, okay, like, well, like, yeah, we have, like, so, so many rings, but people would be like, oh, we guys haven't won since, you know, Clinton was in office and shit like that, you know, like, just like, yeah, the time of it, you know, I just feel like I wouldn't want to deal with that. And the way that the question is phrased also makes me think that we would now have an incompetent front office, which means we probably wouldn't have Luca either. So, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, just like, just a lot of things would, would differ if that happened. Yeah. Michael, so, you know. But yeah, so I mean, I feel my, like, uh, yeah, I just, I, just, I would prefer Dirk overall. Yeah, and my answer to him was like, it, it's kind of, kind of expounding on the point you made about the Cowboys. For me, it was the same with like Nebraska football. Like, they were, they were the greatest dynasty in college history. In the seventies, the, the Cowboys were winning the nineties, bro. From yeah. 94 to 97, Nebraska went 67 and, like... I'm two. just giving you a hard time, man. Don't worry. What yeah. the fuck? Six don't... Don't get... Don't get me... Don't, uh, don't get me started on that. We're not going to derail this podcast. We're not going to derail this podcast oh. by saying the Texas Longhorns are better than, <laughs> are better than the Cornhuskers. No, they're not. <laughs> Tim, Tim, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't worry. I don't even like football. 
I was going to say, seven players from the state of Texas got drafted in the first round. None of them are Longhorns or Aggies. Okay, man. I suck at recruiting. We got to start a football podcast soon. <laughs> yeah. But With no, just him, though. Like, like, I watch old Nebraska national championship highlights. I watch old Super Bowl highlights. Even the stars. Like, mm-hmm. that was 99. I was 10 years old. That all felt good. But there's there's something to growing with a team and especially growing with a player that just and I'm not saying it's even common. Dirk was a once in a lifetime experience. Like you don't get to do that ever. We are yeah. so lucky to have what we had with number forty one. And just yeah. yeah, I I wouldn't I wouldn't trade that for anything, man. Yeah, no, I I, I agree a hundred percent. Um. I think, though, like, there's no other question, so that's just going to wrap it up for this week, yeah? Yeah, that was good. those are really good questions, guys. Yeah. Appreciate it. So uh, until next week, or, or maybe sooner, uh, we will see you guys later. Later, guys. All right, take it easy. Wash your hands. Don't get the Rona. Yeah, wash your hands. Yeah, do that. <laughs>